Welcome to Minx Your Morning, a podcast and Instagram live show brought to you by me, Liat Horowitz, your coach and cheerleader, helping you live the life you love. This is the daily dose of motivation you need to lift your spirits, clarify your goals, and set your intentions for a power day ahead. Stick with me to learn how to minx your morning and elevate your life. It's 2021, yet it feels like the same old, same old from 2020. We're still in lockdown. We're still dealing with COVID. It's the middle of winter and times are tough. In today's episode, I'm sharing some tips and coping strategies for how to get through this truly challenging time. No matter what you're facing right now, you can gain from these insights and tools. So settle in, listen up, and take notes. Here we go. So there's a lot going on. But what I thought about is I want to be real with you. I want to be real with y'all right now as if I was from the States down South. I want to be real with you guys. I am overall doing good. I'm talking about like my own personal, let's say, well-being through this madness, okay? Being in lockdown in Canada in winter is very different to being in lockdown in Canada in the summer and spring like we did last year. So, It has been a challenge. And I will just say that there are things that I'm going through right now that I know you are going through too, if not the same way, but in different ways. And so I thought what I would talk about is the reality of right now for me, but for all of us. Okay. And the reality of right now is that it is freaking hard. Now I know that's kind of like needless to say, it's kind of obvious to most people. I think most people are having a very challenging, very difficult time. But when it's, how do I say this? So it doesn't sound ridiculous. But for me, I know what I need to do to keep myself in peak state, as Tony Robbins would say. I know what I need to do. I know the steps that I need to take to get there. I am just finding those steps and taking those measures right now exceedingly difficult. And I'll give you an example. And the reason I'm sharing this is because if I'm going through it, then I know you guys are going through it. And so we have to find ways to help ourselves and therefore help each other. My first example is waking up in the morning. It actually doesn't matter what time it is, (laughs) whether I'm trying to do an early morning or whether I'm just waking up to face the day ahead. I seem perky and like, you know, on track right now. But to get me out of bed, I've always struggled with it. I am struggling with it more now than ever before. Okay, so it's a combination of winter. It's a combination of lockdown. It's a combination of the fact that children are at home homeschooling. Like the fact that they're downstairs right now and they're each in their spot homeschooling and not here asking you for something is a miracle. And I don't know what I'm facing in the next few minutes or the next half an hour, but we're all in it together, right? So the idea of waking up early is actually not as much a priority to me right now. And this is what I want to say to you guys. Okay. Yes, Valerie, thank you for relating and for agreeing because 
the minute we know we're all in this and we're all feeling the same stuff, it actually makes it so much easier. Sometimes when I'm having these like moments of like stress and overwhelm, I think to myself, but everyone's going through it. So it's okay. We have to just deal with it. We have no other choice. So what I was going to say about the early mornings is this. I need more sleep right now than I ever have for whatever reason. And I've always needed a lot of sleep. So I'm feeling like I need the sleep to recover myself physically and emotionally and stress-wise. And like, it's the way that I give myself a hug <laughs> by letting myself sleep more. So what I have done is I have adjusted my expectation. And this I think is key. And it's my whole message today is that I've adjusted my expectation about getting up early and being that person who wakes up at 5.45 every day weekdays, okay? Because that was my goal for a really long time. And I was almost there. I was working so hard at it. But now if I get up once at 5.45 a week, I am winning at life, okay? Today, my daughter came in at 7 a.m. Now, the thing is that she comes in, but then she gets into our bed and she goes back to sleep. So I'm like, I lie there like a soldier, as if I haven't heard her, as if I'm not awake. And I hope that she goes back to sleep. But by 7.15, once she's asleep, I could get up, but I also could go back to sleep. And so I'm being kind to myself and I have adjusted my expectations on sleep because honestly, I just, you know, some days I can get up, but some days I can't. And if I'm going to beat myself up about the fact that I cannot on some days get up, then all I'm doing is feeding negative energy and negative self-talk. And where is that going to get me? It's not going to get me anywhere other than more negative energy and more negative self-talk. So there are some other areas that I was thinking about when it comes to this. Okay. So when I'm adjusting my expectations with what is going on right now, part of it is that obviously we have our children home. We don't know when school is going back. We're homeschooling. We've got winter outside. Thank goodness it's not too cold that we can actually still go out for walks. That's me personally. I will go out for a walk or for a run up until minus 10. And I know South Africans are watching this and thinking, what is she talking about? Because it's like 27 degrees in South Africa. So the thing is though, that what I'm trying to do is adjust some thoughts. I'm adjusting some expectations and I'm also adjusting some things that I know will work for me to help me stay afloat. I'm not always looking to be like, gung-ho, power liad, minxing every second, even though that is my ultimate goal. But in those moments where I'm finding it difficult, where I'm struggling, where I'm raising my voice at the children, where I'm thinking I don't actually understand how I'm going to work and homeschool at the same time during the day, how I'm going to show up for clients, how I'm going to eat healthy when all I want to do is stuff my face with a piece of chocolate cake, just being real. You know, I know some people are like, they wine is their thing or food or vegging out on the couch, um, binge watching Bridgerton. Hello, I'm doing that at night. I want to be going to bed by 10, but I can't stop the episode because, you know, we have to watch and see what happens next. So first note is that I have changed my expectations. And if I'm not asleep at 10 o'clock, I will push myself to try to go to sleep as soon after that as possible, as long as I've had my downtime. Because once my children go to sleep, we need that downtime. 
it's hard when Africa is in the blood completely. And I see that my friends are like lying at their pools, even though they're in lockdown. They're lucky. They can lie at their pools. They can be outside. But we had it, guys. We had it in the summer. We were outside. We were going to the parks with all our kids. And, you know, we've just got to go through this. We don't really have another choice, especially when we're so hard on ourselves. Those negative feelings keep rising even more. And I'll give you a very transparent truth right here. Like I tend to lately raise my voice at my children more than I would like to. I hope they're not listening. But, um, you know, I raise my voice more than I would like to at them. And one part of me is saying to myself, well, I'm under a lot of stress. I'm overwhelmed. You know, everyone's in this. It's got to be difficult. We're all together 24 hours a day. This is just the way that it is. But then I have another part of me that is not forgiving, that is saying, but that's not acceptable. Why are you doing that? Why are you projecting your frustration out onto them? Pull it together. Don't do that. I don't ever say that I'm a bad mom, but like to myself, but I just think to myself, like right now I'm not being the ideal mom that I'd like to be. And so I'm trying very hard to manage and listen to the way that I'm talking to myself and to manage those discussions with myself and the words that I'm choosing to use when talking to myself because it's very tiring, but also it just produces more negative talk and more negative energies. So Tony Robbins says, I've got to quote him again, I've got it up here on my motivation wall, where focus goes, energy flows. So if I keep focusing on the fact that I haven't gone to bed early, the fact that I haven't woken up early in the morning, the fact that I'm yelling at my children sometimes, the fact that I'm stressed and overwhelmed with work, and, 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 all my energy and my focus is going to go to that. And where energy goes, focus flows or whatever, like however you say it. It means it keeps going around and around and it gets worse and worse. So what am I trying to say by talking about this? I'm trying to tell you the things that I am currently doing right now. Yes, it's exhausting, but I keep trying every day to adjust this little thing, to like change that thermometer somewhat. What I'm trying to do is I'm trying to find more ways to keep myself calm and to keep myself back on track and to like bring myself down. So you will often see me and my kids will often see me with my AirPods in. I'm listening to music like there is no tomorrow. Yes, it is a vicious circle. Exactly. I am listening to music like there is no manana. Okay. If I need to calm down, I will say to the children, please give me a second or I'll go up to the bathroom, I'll lock the door, I will go out for a walk, even if it's freezing, and I will put on a song that I know will just be exactly what I need to hear. I have different playlists on Spotify. I think you've heard me speak about this before. I have a chill playlist, I have an upbeat playlist, I have a minx playlist, I have a workout playlist, I have a Spanish music playlist, I have an Afrobeats playlist. And as I put that music on, it is like rocket rocket ship, what do you call it? Rocket speed to the moon. It just takes me out of my funk and it gets me just a level above so that I can continue coping in that moment. Okay. So that is one thing. I've been walking outside. I will bundle up. I will put on whatever I need to put on so that I can get fresh air. I know that a lot of people are very opposed to getting outside when it's cold. Now I understand it because I was that. 
But let me tell you, and if there's one thing you take out of this, I really hope it's this, that the things that you think you can't do, how about you just try it? How about you just try it? So if it seems too cold for you, just try, go for a walk. Say, I'm giving myself 10 to 15 minutes and do not come back until that time is over. Dress warmly, do what you need to do. Phone a friend to get you through it. But I promise you, you will not regret it. You will actually feel even more proud of yourself that you did it and survived. And I dare to say, you will even enjoy it. And he says, small triumphs are important too. And I promise you, going out for a walk in the cold, and I know this doesn't appeal to you, Anne, because obviously you're not dealing with minus 10 and snow, but it is. there is something so refreshing and beautiful about walking in the snow and walking outside when it's cold. It literally takes your breath away, but it is really soul food. I'm telling you, please try it. So today I'm definitely getting out. I've already done my workout, but I will go out for a walk. I always do, usually at the end of my day. I most often take the kids with me because we all need it, okay? We all need it. So that is one other thing. Obviously, working out is a no-brainer. If you're not working out, you need to find a way to do it. Find a way. Even if you're doing jumping jacks, I don't care what it is. Find a way to move your body and get the blood flowing and get everything moving the way that it should. But I will tell you one thing, and this is real talk here. I'm giving away all my like truths right now. I have been working out solidly. I do 30 minutes a day without fail. Like if there's a day that I miss, it's maybe once a week and it's for a reason because something's happened or I haven't had the time. My point is this, I have plateaued when it comes to my workouts in the sense that I do the same things every day. I either walk for 30 minutes or I run for 30 minutes. And everything else, even though I kind of want to do it, I want to do weights and I want to do yoga and I want to do Pilates and I want to do the Peloton app and, and, and. It's just not a priority for me. But I will tell you this. Lately, this week, I have forced myself to try something new because I felt like I was too bored to do my usual workouts. So I was not feeling the push to do them. So I started doing some weight training. This came as inspiration from someone else who has been doing it and she's feeling amazing and she's looking amazing. And I was like, whoa, why do I keep telling myself I don't want to focus on that? Why do I keep telling myself I don't want to try something new if it's going to help me feel better? So yesterday and today I did weight training that I did 15 or 20 minutes. I went onto YouTube. It's totally free. I did upper body weight training or upper body strength training, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever it is. Let me tell you, not even physically, but for my mental well-being, it was a game changer because I tried something else. So this is what I'm saying to you. If you are doing workouts, I know some of you are working out every day or some of you are working out sometimes and you're doing the same thing over and over, try something else. Try something else. It will kick you into gear in a different way and that's what we really need right now. That's what I'm thinking. Okay, so that's my next point. Okay, so we've spoken about sleep. We've spoken about working out. We've spoken about music. I'm saying to you, find things that work for you. You don't have to listen to my things. If you want to do some art, 
like yesterday I joined a Zoom call for a friend's birthday and we were all drawing on it. It was like a virtual art class. It was so therapeutic. I also love to do that with my children. I love to sit down and color in with them. My one son loves to do origami. It's not my thing, but he loves it and it calms him down and gives him focus. Force yourself to find something that is going to help you, something new that's going to just shift your focus, give you something to look forward to and give you some joy and pleasure in a time where this groundhog day is absolutely overtaking ourselves. So there's my idea for you. The other thing that I'm thinking that's working for me is meal planning in advance. That doesn't mean meal prepping. That doesn't mean shopping according to meals. It just means looking in the fridge, you know, on a Sunday or every few days and saying, what am I giving my children for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, usually lunch and dinner, to make sure that I don't have this mental load at the end of the day when I come into the kitchen and I'm like frantic at five o'clock or six o'clock, what are we having for dinner? And then the stuff is in the freezer and I haven't thought about it. You know what I mean? So I'm suggesting that you take five to 10 minutes. You take a piece of paper. You write on the top, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And you can divide it into three columns, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Breakfast is usually the same. So we just do the same old, same old. I'm suggesting that you actually open up the fridge and the freezer and you make decisions as to what, like high level, okay? Yesterday, it was salmon for dinner, so I knew to take it out in the morning from the freezer, put it in the sink, left it there. I was going to do it with rice and with, I had a soup that I made on the weekend. That was dinner. Simple as that. But it's not about the preparation. It's about the mental load of thinking what there is going to be. I was actually coaching someone last week and... I don't even know how we got to it because it's really not the reason she started coaching with me. But she was telling me she hates cooking. She hates cooking. And after a day of work and being with her kids and homeschooling and everything, she doesn't want to get into the kitchen and cook. I personally enjoy it and I find it therapeutic, but she doesn't. I said to her, but which part of it is difficult for you? Is it the cooking itself or is it the deciding what to make? And she said, it's the deciding what to make. And I said, I totally hear you. So how about you eliminate that by just planning it in advance? So we're looking for any little ways that we can help ourselves right now so that we can just ease up on this very challenging time that we are going through in life. Now, some people are dealing with much more challenging things like loss of job or sick children or sick family members. This this is, you know, not necessarily fully applicable to you because you're dealing with such bigger, more stressful things. But if you can take anything out of this, maybe you just like add some songs to a playlist or, you know, do something about what I'm saying so that there's just a glimmer of hope each day. There's just a glimmer, you know, that, that push to get you keep going forward. I have a friend who has unfortunately been dealing with the loss of a parent recently and I still haven't spoken to her on the phone because she obviously isn't ready to talk and that's absolutely fine. So every day I send her a song. I share a song from my Spotify playlist. I send it to her via text and I just am like, do not reply to me. Just know that I'm thinking of you because I know she loves music and here's a song for you. And all she replies is, this made my day or this is perfect for this moment. Please keep sending. So I'm saying that to do that for yourself. 
Do that for yourself and find the things that are going to help you through this trying time. Last but not least, you know that I push it all the time. You know that I talk about it all the time. It's my baby. Here we go. Here we go. My beautiful baby water bottle. I love her so much. <laughs> I'm thinking of getting another one, actually. I'm thinking of getting the three and a half liter. This is a two liter. And I haven't drunk it enough yet today. It makes the world of difference. Water is flow. Flow is movement. Movement is life. Life is what we need right now. I just made that up right now, but that's how I feel. That's how strongly I feel about drinking your water. Some people are like, oh, I don't drink that much water, but I'll try to drink a glass or two more a day. I'm saying try drink a liter or two more a day. Don't mess around with this. Go onto Amazon, order yourself that ridiculous bottle for like $25, and I promise you it will change your life. Okay, I'm going to tell you something else. My friend Carolina, my bestie, my mom Joe partner, she laughed at me. She literally laughs at me and mocks me about this water bottle because you'll never see me without it. She always mocks me about it and she always says it's the most ridiculous thing she's ever seen in the nicest way. Until last week, someone bought her a gift. What do you think they bought her? They bought her not only the two liter, they bought her the bigger one, the three and a half liter one. She sent me a text. She's like, OMG, I cannot believe this. This is the most ridiculous water bottle I've ever seen. More ridiculous than yours. And I said to her, just try it. I saw her last night on FaceTime. We were talking. She says, I've been drinking a bottle of that a day. Now, she wouldn't even drink like a glass of water a day. She was really bad. And I always spoke to her and mocked her about that. So she won't mind me saying it now. The point is, she says she feels like it's made the world of difference. And I'm telling you, I am telling you, her face looks different. So I'm now going to up myself to the three and a half liters because I want my face to look different. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. She, just try it. Try it. Drink that water, guys. Drink that water. I have moments where I'm just like, feel like I'm drowning. I have moments where I'm afloat. And then I have moments, especially right now, I'm feeling pumped up because I'm here with you guys. I have moments where I feel like I'm on top of the world. COVID or no COVID. And the reason that I'm feeling like that a lot of the time is because I keep implementing these things and I keep trying and I keep putting positive influences in my ears. That's my last point, guys. I'm going to finish off with this. Find mentors and influencers that make you feel good, that make you feel inspired, that make you feel pumped up. Do not be scrolling people and things on Instagram and Facebook that is bringing you down and that is making you feel like you're wasting time. Every moment of the day that I possibly can, I am listening to a podcast or an audiobook that is teaching me something. Most of the time it's about business. Most of the time it's about coaching itself right now. Because over the holidays, I found a new podcast that I am binging beyond binging because I needed a new like vibe. I've got my Rachel Hollis. I've got my Tony Robbins. I've got all my peeps, but I needed someone new. And so I found it. So you need to find someone new. And on that note, I'll just give it a moment here if you haven't yet and you would like to go and listen to the Minx Your Morning podcast. I'm going to be having more 
solo episodes coming like this one. There are going to be more interview episodes coming like the ones that currently are there. I believe there's 12, 13 or 14 episodes at the moment. If you haven't listened, go and listen. It's all topics that are relatable now and hopefully from when they were recorded to now and beyond. And so Joy sent me a beautiful message this morning and I know she's still watching saying that she's been listening to my podcast on her walks when she goes daily and honestly... There couldn't be a more beautiful compliment to me because I know what it feels like to be out walking or running and listening to a podcast and feeling good. And if someone is listening to me and the content that I've created and that's making them feel good on their workout or in their day, I could not ask for more. I just want to say one more thing about the working out. I have been working out religiously for through the holidays every day. I've been running, I've been doing my thing. I have not lost weight. I have gained weight for certain. And I keep doing the workouts. Of course, I want to lose weight. Sure, who doesn't, right? Of course, I want to feel stronger. Absolutely. But I do it more for the mental sanity, if I'm being honest. And the feeling that I get from the endorphins and the, and the sweat and the, the heart rate to get me up, like it really changes my mood. So there we go. That's it. Thank you for listening. I hope you guys have a minxful day and I will be back. Lots and lots of good vibes coming your way from me. See you guys soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Minx Your Morning. If you enjoyed it and found it valuable, I would love it if you could take a moment to write a short review. Rate this episode and also subscribe to the Minx Your Morning podcast. That way, other passionate and driven people just like you will be able to find it. And if you're interested in kickstarting your dream life, book a complimentary trial coaching call with me over at www.liathorovitz.com and come and hang out with me over on Instagram. My handle is at Liat Horowitz. Have a minxful day and see you next time.